This is Recruiting Daily's Recruiting Live podcast, where we look at the strategies behind the world's best talent acquisition teams. We talk recruiting, sourcing, and talent acquisition. Each week, we take one overcomplicated topic and break it down so that your three-year-old can understand it. Make sense? Are you ready to take your game to the next level? You're at the right spot. You're now entering the mind of a hustler. Here's your host, William Tincup. All right, we're going to start this one off with what the hell is derivative content? It's a surprise. I like what you're doing, and I appreciate that. (laughs) Derivative content is a a concept that's been around, so it's not absolutely new. But what one of the things that we don't do a great job of is there's a longer tail to the activities that we do. Right. So we create a great blog article and we market it for three days and that's it. And it's like, it went away. Well, that was actually a really good article, very insightful article. Why doesn't that have a six month tail? You know, why don't we do that? So derivative content comes from a place where let's say you start with research, you create primary research and you research a topic and then that topic leads to articles and those articles lead to social promotion. And those articles also lead to an ebook. And the ebook leads to a webinar. And the webinar leads to a customer advisory meeting. You know, like the idea that you have to come up with new is a fascination that content marketers have. Right. You don't. What you have to do is look at what you have from a new perspective. Right. Like, how can I make an Instagram post? given that my audience yeah. is on Instagram. Yeah. How can I make an Instagram post about that content that's relevant and not create new content, create yeah. new diff- new me- new mediums yeah. so that you're you're using the same content but you're just using it in multiple different ways. Yeah. And instead of, you know, coming up with something new, like I, I typically give the advice, uh, what's your annual theme? What's your quarterly theme? what's your monthly theme and then what's your weekly theme and everything, everything watersheds from that. So if you know your annual theme and you know what the product's going to do, et cetera, and you line those things up, then your quarterly themes become things that you do the entire quarter and it's one thing and you do it for the entire quarter, but you cut that up in the months. And so you attack it one way, then you attack it in the second month, a different way. And you third month, you attack it in a different way. That's derivative content. I'm, I'm laughing. As you should, <laughs> as you should. And I wish people could see why I'm laughing because of what you said. Right. Your quarterly theme becomes what you do all quarter. Yes. And your monthly <laughs> thing is what you do all month. It just and your daily sense. thing is what you do all day. But, you know, the idea is that, and I think this comes from the kind of the hub spotization of yeah. marketing sure. where we've fallen in love with new. And as marketers, it's nothing better than coming up with a new thing that we're going to bring yeah. to market. Uh, the problem with that is the audience hasn't consumed the last thing that we delivered. Yeah. It, you know, it's, I agree with you. I don't think new has to happen all of the time. Right. I think if it's not going to be, I think it's easier for marketers, a lot of marketers, to create new content yep. because they have a thousand ideas. 
Right. So they take the idea and they go and they get somebody to create the content. I think what's a harder job for the marketer is to take one piece of content and create 20 subsets of that content and continue to market that original topic. Um, you know, you use uh, Instagram, mm -hmm. it was, right, as the right. example. Um, you know, one of the things, and I don't know if they do it on, on uh, Instagram, uh, but they definitely do it in multiple postings in different areas, ideal. Mm -hmm. uh, fantastic content team, amazing. Right. And they'll, they'll take an article, just a regular blog post right. that mentions 20% of this is, you know, whatever of, you know, population. And they create a graphic out of that. And that graphic they use in their posting, then you see it again as right. an infographic. Then you see it again mentioned in some email that they have. And I'm sure they use it socially. I haven't checked. I don't know that I follow them. But they do a fantastic job of that. Right. And that's really... All you're talking about it's it's a tree yeah you're so the tree that, yeah. grows up and it has branches and those branches have other branches and those branches have other branches and they have leaves yeah so but it's still one tree right so the idea if if you look at your idea again that kind of an annual idea we want to do this then everything kind of falls under it but you still look at it like a tree, tree. or even a crystal where you just turn the crystal a little bit and then tell another story Right. Now, the one thing I would say about that, though, is to caution, don't create content. And content people are going to understand this, but for, for those that may not, don't just take that, that tree, to use your analogy, don't just take that piece of content, create an image, and pop it on LinkedIn. It's got to fit the message. Sure. Because it's, it's talking to different people. You don't necessarily, I, I don't like cross-posting the same message across five different channels. Right. It's useless. Right. It's, it's just, there's so much you can do with it. It's well, just, it's easier to not do that. And then there's simple things like in Facebook, you can tag um, yep. right there. In, mm -hmm. And if you have your Facebook link to your Twitter account, you can put the ads. And so you can tag people that way. Like there's just so many things. So it's not just a message. There's just inside those technologies, you can do something different. But if you bring, bring it back up to create your themes stick yeah. to your themes and then look at all the different ways that you can create audience for your, for your audience, create content based on that theme so that you look more consistent. Right. I think there's two problems with that new one is, is consumption is uh, again, how many blog posts can a practitioner read in a given month or a week or a day? So if you start doing the math, like that pr practitioner, like how many can they really consume podcasts? How many can they really consume? Okay. So when you look at that, you say to yourself, consumption is a problem because we're putting out more than they can consume. That in and of itself is a problem. Or it's the wrong format. Or it's the wrong format. Secondly, it's confusion. And what another reason to stick to a theme is so that you don't look like you're mimicking someone else or you're just in love with new is you stick to your themes yeah. so that they see consistent, you know, it's the best compliment you can receive from a prospect. It's like, yeah, I know. I, I really know what y'all are all about because you've stuck to a theme. Yeah. You know, it's, it's one of these things like if you're putting out new themes literally every week, 
you're 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 kind of a psychopath. Yeah. To interact with, because like which which version or multiple personalities is probably a better way of thinking of it. It's like which personality am I dealing with today? Right. I give one example, and we will kind of end it there. Is Beamery does a fantastic job of this. Ben Slater, his team there, have put together consistently year after year really strong content. They've they've uh, they've grown into an academy. They've grown a certifications in academy. Oh no, they do certification. They have the academy. They call it. Uh, but their resource center is packed full of yep. information, which is derived from their uh, their postings. And you know, we know people in in. Uh, you know, some of the vendors that have fantastic podcasts, Rob Stevenson, and right. he's at Hired now, right? Yep. Um, you know, they fantastic content off of that. So it could be done. Again, you could take, as we know, like you asked a question a while back, you know, do you like audio or video? Well, you, you like video because yeah. it gives you audio. Well, then you can have the audio transcribed and that becomes an article. You can take that article and then cut it into a hundred tweets right like it's just you just look at it and then you kind of slightly change it and then think of the medium but you're not like coming up with new you're just looking at the same thing going okay how do i twist that put it in front of the audience in a different way right but really be talking about the same thing so is someone going to find a video and a hundred tweets from this episode i hope so <laughs> If we do it right, <laughs> we if, we, if we take our own advice. Since we don't have a camera sitting in front of us. <laughs> uh, accused but never, never convicted. <laughs> You've been listening to the Recruiting Live podcast by Recruiting Daily. Check out the latest industry podcasts, webinars, articles, and news at recruitingdaily.com.